the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The beginning of the gospel. Today, two questions. One, what is gospel? What is the gospel? And second, what is the only appropriate response to that answer? What is the gospel? So first, what is the gospel? When most of us hear that term, we probably think of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, one of the four evangelists, one of the four disciples of Jesus that documented in a very timely way his birth, his life, his teachings, his suffering, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and they wrote it in a book, and Deacon Michael proclaims it from time to time, and Deacon Harvey and whatever deacon. The gospel is something that is in the New Testament, one of the four books that is the heart of the New Testament. That's true, everyone. I just described the gospels. But that still does not answer the question, does it, of what is the gospel? You know, in the ancient world, the gospel, that term, was not even a religious term. It had nothing to do with faith. The gospel was simply a term used to describe a message of good news. In fact, the word gospel in its original Greek simply means euangelion. That's the word, euangelion. If you write it out on a chalkboard, it looks like the word evangelize, almost letter for letter. It's where we get the word evangelize, to spread the gospel, comes from the original Greek. But an even better translation of gospel from that original Greek word would be good news, glad tidings, joyful message. And so in the ancient world, if you were an emperor and your army won a battle, won a victory, do you know what he would send out to the entire empire? A gospel message, glad tidings, euangelion in Greek. Or if a nation had a king who was crowned as the new monarch of that nation, that king would send out a message of good news, glad tidings. However, for the people of the Old Testament, the message of good news, everyone, was not something that happened in the past, like an emperor being crowned or an army winning a battle. For the people of the Old Testament, the good news was a promise. Was a promise that God himself would come and what? Save his people. That's what the gospel was. A message that God would come to save. And so for us as Christians, I trust we know that that perfectly describes the gospel. That Jesus has come to save. Now that begs the question, doesn't it? Save us from what? Well, take your pick. (laughs) Save us from hopelessness. Save us from despair. Save us from fear. Save us from meaninglessness. 
Save us from nothingness. Save, save us from the fear of death. Save us from sin. Save us from slavery. In fact, did you know that the name Jesus, that name Jesus, literally means God saves. And so if you were to ask me, okay, Father, what is the gospel? One word, Jesus. God saves. Now, that then begs this question, number two. What is the only appropriate response to that reality? Here's an image I want to share with you that's been in my mind the last couple days. Do you remember a couple years ago when, unfortunately, we were in all kinds of um, conflicts overseas? And oftentimes at the end of the nightly news, they would show something like this. Or sometimes on YouTube, they would put these together in a series of clips. But it was typically a soldier, a member of the armed forces, coming home and surprising his or her family. You've seen these before. So you have a fifth grade girl sitting in the classroom. Normal day. Praying that dad's coming home soon. Not knowing when dad's going to come home. Praying that dad comes home. Normal day. Working on her spelling or whatever it is. And some guy walks in wearing his army fatigues. And she looks up. And it's dad. And somebody is there recording it. In her face, joyful, surprised, totally elated. Or it's a couple days before Christmas and mom and dad are baking cookies, getting ready for the holidays. They're a little sad because their son's been deployed, don't know when he's coming home. Praying that he comes home. And there's a knock on the door. They think it's a UPS guy. They go and answer it. Thank you, sir. Look up. It's their son. And somebody is there recording this. Total joy, total elation, total surprise. Everyone, the reason I want to share that image with you this morning is because what I just described is in some ways the only appropriate response to who Jesus is and what he has done for us. And the question for us is, are we anywhere close to that kind of response, right? If you were to analyze the preaching you've heard the last 15 years of your life, would there be that kind of joy and excitement and surprise and elation at the gospel message? Or is it just humdrum, boring stuff? If we were to take that camera, which is brand new, that the people in the multi-purpose room are watching us on, and we were to show all of your faces, would it be a response of joy and elation and surprise that Jesus has come to save us from all those things I described? It is the only appropriate response to the gospel. Joy, surprise, elation. Everyone, we, at least I, have set my expectations far too low for what the faith can do for me. Don't you think at times we have set the bar far too low that this is life-changing? Not just something we do one hour a Sunday, but this changes how we see everything that matters, right? I want to share a second image with you that's been in my mind here for a couple weeks. Uh, this has happened three times in the last week or so. One time it happened at the gym. 
One time it happened at a restaurant, and one time it happened at Hobby Lobby. Please don't tell my friends I go to Hobby Lobby. I get a reputation to uphold. But we were making a new advent wreath. I wanted a real wreath with real candles and real greenery, and so we got one. That's why I was at Hobby Lobby. But anyway, here's the experience. I show up, I'm walking there, checking out. And by the way, when I go to Hobby Lobby, I don't wear this. And there I am, and I run into someone that I know. I run into a Catholic that I know. And I haven't seen him since February. A gym, a restaurant, and holiday shopping at Hobby Lobby. Now, I know in that moment I need to be careful, right? I know that they think that I'm judging them and I'm trying not to, and I just want to say hi. And all of a sudden, without me prompting it at all, <laughs> I get these, oh, hi, Father. <laughs> uh, we're taking COVID really seriously. And I want to say, I didn't ask, but that's great. Good to see you at the restaurant, in the gym, and holiday shopping. Not trying to judge, but something in me is a bit confused. Now here's why I'm saying this and here's where it's coming from. Everyone, I know this is very serious, what's going on. You don't have to tell me. Between Father Wolf and I, we have anointed close to 50 people at one of our two hospitals. Many of the people that we have anointed have died. I have buried in this church family members of people present with us this morning. I get it. I understand why we social distance, we wear masks, we encourage you to wear a mask. I understand why we do all these things. I understand why the bishop gave a dis dispensation from us from not having to attend mass. I get that. But he did so for those who are elderly, the vulnerable, underlying health conditions, those who have it, those who are isolating, those who are quarantining, those who have infants, those who are scared because they have some serious health condition. And the question I have is this. Are we taking too much advantage of that? We don't want to take advantage of the dispensation from attending Mass, everyone, if there's not a true need. Right? If there's not a true need. Now I know right now I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> You're saying, Father, we're here. Thanks. But here's why I'm saying it. Maybe we can help spread the message. It's the holiday season. Right? It's a wonderful time for us to get back. Especially if we're getting back to normal things like going out to eat and going to bars and going to the gym and going shopping and going to football games and going to weddings. What about Sundays? If Jesus isn't the center of the holidays, then the holidays mean nothing. If Jesus isn't the center of everything we're celebrating right now, then we slip into nothingness. The gospel is about Jesus saving us. It is the good news. The question for us, is it indifferent news? Is it insignificant news? Is it fake news? 
What is the gospel? Is it the good news? And not only the good news, but is the gospel the best news we've ever heard and will ever, ever hear?